0: Since Investing, member SIPC. It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School
1: coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. And we welcome you here to Cougar Corner this morning. John Dinkins along with uh, Christian uh, Peterson, the head coach of the uh, Cougars, uh, played Thursday night. So we're going to talk about a Thursday night game. So you've had an extra day to kind of think about this interview, I guess.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> You had to make sure I was prepared. Yeah,
1: uh, and and me too, really. But we had an opportunity to do to, to the game on the radio the other night. And uh, I'm, my observations, because we've got – many minutes to talk here. So my observation, the field was absolutely beautiful. That is the greenest grass. I, it looked like turf to me for this time of year. It, it was really fantastic. Um, the, uh, stadium looks great. Uh, the concession stands was great. The good, good food. Uh, Jason Piercy actually went and got us some cheeseburgers. i have never seen it's him run that out. fast. You know, what a great guy, you know? And, uh, but a great atmosphere. We love being there and um one of the best press boxes you'll ever see for a, you know, single A, double A, whatever. It it's it's really a pleasure to go there and we're we're glad we did and, and we got to see a good ball game too.
2: Yeah, it's uh we have good facilities. Um, you know, it's we're very blessed. And then uh, you know, when we talk about the all the paint and stuff on the field. We have uh, coach Ed Watson and Coach Gibb and you know, both of them spend hours getting that field to to look the way that it does. And every week, they they change the the midfield logo to. They like to try and match what the kids are going to be wearing on Friday nights and our Thursday night this past week. And you know, it's the the amount of time and effort that they put into it really uh really looks it looks great every Friday when when I walk out there and I finally see the final product um you know I'm always always impressed and you know it's I think it's one of the definitely one of the best looking places to, to play
1: it's one of those feelings like when you go to a baseball stadium and you see the grass for the first time that's kind of got what kind of got me uh how beautiful it, it really looked and how neat and that kind of thing got a lot of people to help you do that and did you guys have a fall festival or something, uh, or was something going on at the school too beforehand? Uh, yeah, so we had trunk or treat. Well, that's a so, that was a neat idea.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, a bunch of the mainly elementary and like the ELC, it kind of went around. Um, had some middle schoolers and all that. So my my three year old was very excited about trunk or treat, and so they were they were talking about it at school, and uh, they were they were saying like, well, "We got trunk or treat tonight." Yeah, I guess my daughter in the middle stands up and she's like, yeah, it's at my daddy's school. So she was very pumped. Yeah. Um. You know, she had been doing a pretty good job all year of uh, staying awake throughout the whole game. And she she got handed to me after the game and was asleep about yeah. three seconds later. Like she was definitely. A little extra couple hours out. there, yeah. wasn't it? She was worn out by the end of it. And I just think that's just a really good idea for the fans
1: and everything. Because they just walked over uh, after the truck retreat and they went right to football. It's a big night, big evening.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's a cool it's a cool experience. And again, it's one of those things I love about MTCS is how family oriented everything is. And uh and again it was it was a really good night. All right. We'll talk about some
1: football now. Absolutely. All right. Uh big winners over Ezel Harding and uh fifty one to seven, I believe. Uh and it was a, a game and I agreed with you. Uh you got off to early lead and a big lead, but I didn't think they had played up to their potential up to that point. Cause then you made that observation as soon as you came in, just kind of going through the motions in the first half a little bit.
2: Yeah. I think, uh, those games are always tough. You know, the, the region was set, right? We had, we were in one, they were in four, like the two and three were already set, like nothing. There was nothing happening on Thursday night that was going to affect a playoff spot. And, you know, we talked about it all week and, you know, I don't think they played bad, But it wasn't that same level of intensity that we've been playing with, you know, um, at least offensively, defensively was flying around. They were playing great from from opening whistle. But, you know, just from an execution standpoint, we were okay. but it wasn't what we normally were. So we kind of we went out on one drive, you know, I kind of caught them all up and I was like, look, we're not going to do anything fancy. We're going to line up. We're going to run base stuff all the way down the field and we're just going to execute. That's what we're going to do and um really from then on we were we were good we were locked in and uh played much better kind of as the as that into the first quarter into the second quarter kind of got rolling you No, know,
1: they had a couple of first downs but uh after that the defense just pretty much shut them down and uh, uh Seth Harris had a a big interception return for a touchdown he played well uh there are a lot of people that played well uh he was one of them though and he's a go-getter now
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's his uh that's his second second pick six that he's tipped the ball to himself and then ran it back. That's athleticism, really Absolutely. today. Yeah. And really he's uh he's a penalty on the offense away from doing it three straight games. You know, he did it against PCA, um, but you know, they had a uh illegal shift on the play. So after they snap the ball, quarterback goes to throw, they start blowing the whistle and he tipped it to himself and picked it. He might run that one back too. Just have to take the five yard penalty against them and and run another play. otherwise he would have had uh, had three straight games where he would have had a pick six on a play that he tipped it to himself. So he's playing really well right now.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some names out here too and I, and I also want you to add to to that because uh, particularly on the offensive and defensive line, I want to make sure we we talk about them a little bit uh, after seeing them firsthand. Uh, I'm, I'm very impressed, but let's talk about uh, Eli Wilson first, and we talk about him every week, but 11 carries, 169 yards. I don't think he played the second half because of the score. If he did, it was very limited. Uh, three TDs and receive, had receiving yards of 36. That kid is, is amazing.
2: Yeah, he's lightning in a bottle. Yeah. You know, and uh, we talk about all the time that sometimes, even if it's not necessarily the best look to run a particular play, do it anyways. Like, just give him the ball and let him do his thing. And,
1: uh, uh, you were talking about a fourth down situation in the first half where he took the ball. It was fourth and 10, or, uh, and and he ran for a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, we're, we're doing a good job blocking for him up front. And then once we get, you know, we tell him all the time, like, look, our, our job is to get you one on one with somebody in the secondary. If we can get you one on one with someone in the secondary, I'm going to pick you every single time. And so we're doing a good job of that, and then he wins the one-on-one battle with whoever he ends up with. And uh, again, yeah, he's just—he's fun to watch. He's so explosive, and really helps us helps us go. He's—he's he's been through
1: the wars at MTCs. He's been through different quarterbacks. He's been through different injury situations. I mean, he's seen it all. So that—that that experience has got to be unbelievable as well.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you, th- you go back. It was like his freshman year. and, uh, they were still, they were spread at that time. So he started as a slot receiver and then ended up moving to running back and was running inside zone, outside zone. And then we kind of come in and it's a lot more gap scheme stuff. And so had to kind of learn how to do that. And then, uh, you know, really from, from sophomore year to now, the, the growth and understanding of, of understanding what we're trying to do. Right. And, and knowing that, you know, it's not just about being fast, like you are fast, but trust it, trust the whole trust. We are going with the ball and, uh, you know, big, good things are going to happen and, uh, he, he just gets it. And so it's been, it's been fun to watch.
1: Okay. Next one. Yay. Yes, Scaring. I've just had, this sounds like a really, you know, one-on-one interview here, but yay. Yes, Scaring rush for 63 yards and a touchdown, uh pass for one. Uh, but to me, the most impressive thing about uh, Yates is his demeanor and and his leadership ability to, out there on the field.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I think he, uh, yeah, I think all the seniors, you know, they kind of started that game, you know, senior night, it's your last home regular season game. I think all of them started with a little bit extra extra juice, and we almost had to calm him down a little bit, just settle down, just do what we do. And so once he settled in, it was you know, our Yates that we've had all year. You know, he commanded the offense. He ran the ball well. He hit good passes, um, you know, and that really makes us dangerous. When we can we can hit the post for a touchdown from thirty five yards out, or he can run the ball, or we can give it to Eli, and really kind of makes us uh, makes us dangerous. I think I, I really was impressed, and we we kind of took a second
1: look. They they were announcing the senior night, and they go a twelve year, you know, and and we we forget that they start you know in kindergarten at MTCS, and even earlier than that, I guess, in preschool, but. Uh, to hear him, he's a 12-year starter, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but that's 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 the key. That's the glue, isn't it? The, the having them for that long and going through so many coaches. And I know you've got volunteer coaches. I know you've got some staff people that come down and help those younger kids. But it all starts with that. And Yates is a product of that.
2: Oh, for sure. It's it's cool going through and uh, you know with all of our senior parents and and them showing me pictures of them playing together when they were eight years old. Yeah. And you really haven't seen that though. Right. yet. And so it's cool to see. And really, again, it's kind of a testament to, to what we are. Um, you know, we, we want to build it up and we want to keep, you know, keep our kids here and, uh, you know, when with MTCS kids, and we've done a really good job doing that. And, uh, you know, it's their it's, it's, it's exciting to see their success. And um, you know it's it's been a lot of fun, and hopefully we got a little bit while to go.
1: You can really get emotional if you've been there twelve years, you know, and and then and to the, the know this is your final uh, year of of, of playing. Uh, I want to talk about Owen White a
2: little bit. Had nine tackles uh, in the game Thursday night, two for a loss and a sack. Yeah, he's he's flying around. Um, you know, we've we've asked a lot of him this year. We've kind of moved him around. He's played some outside linebacker. He's played some inside linebacker. He plays uh, our blocking back on offense. Um, you know, the his ability to retain information has really helped offensively and defensively because he's he has been the piece that, you know, someone needs a break or if someone goes down or whatever, he's the one we can move in. And uh, so we've been able to move him around all over the place. And, you know, I can't say enough about him. He just, he comes in, he works really hard every day. And uh, I think he's got a really bright future ahead of him. Uh, Jason Perry, uh, excuse me, Jay, Jesse Perry had
1: a forced fumble and a fumble recovery, and I, I, there's one that's not on this paper that I'm going to bring up that I that I noticed. Brooks Jones, um, he does a lot of things. I mean, he he kind of fills in at different places here and there.
2: Yeah, Brooks Brooks is special. Um, you know, it's he's fun to to watch play football. He's fiery. He is. He's just and he from the first play to the last play, like he's going to play that last play as hard as he plays the first one. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen him get tired and, uh, you know, he, again. I think Thursday night, I think he ended up with four tackles, which is probably the lowest he's had all year, Yeah, but uh, he, he lines us up. He gets us in the right defense. Um, he's really kind of the, the energy, the energy guy that we have. And, uh, you know, he's the one I can kind of lean on a little bit go, Hey, we're, we're a little flat right now. I need you. I need you right here. And, um, he does a really good job of of making sure everyone everyone is uh, ready to go and ready to play. And he's uh,
1: you've got to have those guys that are versatile like that, that could be, okay, I'm good enough maybe to play running back or I'm good enough to play this or I'm good enough, but yet he's more valuable to the team in certain spots. And uh, for the, for a kid to realize that at that age is pretty amazing.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, you know, he punts the ball, he plays running back, he plays middle linebacker, and uh, – you know, we we kind of, again, he's another one. We move him all over the place on yeah. the offense um, based off of, you know, what the offense is trying to do. And, you know, it really, again, allows us to be very multiple in what we do.
1: But that fires him up, doesn't it? I, I just noticed him on the field. Now, I've only seen him one time. Yeah. And I just noticed that immediately about him. He's that fiery kind of leader kind of guy that, you know, defensively he'll make a big play and that he can fill any quarterback if you need him.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, he's – uh he's a special one. Really this whole senior group, you know, watching senior night and stuff. And I really got to kind of watch this group grow from my first year here when they were sophomores to now. And, you know, they've just, they have an infectious, infectious energy around them. And they, you know, they come in and they work every single day. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you have a talented, a talented group. They, they want to just get by on being talented and this group understands that just being talented isn't good enough. Yeah. You've got to work really hard and you've got to keep getting better every day. And just because you had a big game last week doesn't mean there's not something we can work on, you know, the next week. And uh, they're, they're always trying to, to learn and get better and, and make sure their next game is better than their last game. And, you know, that's why we've been so successful.
1: We're talking to Christian Peterson, the head coach of the uh, MTCS Cougars. And when you mentioned that, being those being seniors, they've been through a lot. They've won a lot of games. I mean, they've been through winning. I mean, they know how what it takes to win. Uh, but they've also been through a lot. I mean, there's been, you know, COVID situations, all this kind of thing going on, uh, a couple of coaches, you know, changes. And luckily, they've kind of kept – you were there to be with that staff and to be able to kind of – Pick up the pieces because it's kind of tough changing coaches.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they these kids they've battled through everything. You know, their their freshman year they have COVID. um, You know, and and Coach BJ, who's still with us, was their interim head coach that year. Um, And so they're on their their third head coach in four years. Um, You know, again, luckily BJ's been through the been there the whole time. So there's been some continuity even with the the figurehead kind of changing but um you know again they just they come to work they, they come to work every day and it's like you know I can't say enough great things about them they're they're the group that is special as a coach like you you know you don't get groups like this very often right this is these are the ones that you want to enjoy every single minute of of practice and games and you know when we're having meals together everything like you just you want to kind of soak that in and and really realize in the moment just you know how how special this group really is.
1: There's been winning, but there's been adversity. But at the but at the same time, that's part of life, you yeah. know, facing adversity and coming away. And uh, it doesn't necessarily mean wins and losses, but uh, to win as many games as they've had uh, over their career, um, uh, what do you do? Just uh, you, you just got to look forward to the next group coming in, and they've done a lot for that next group, haven't they?
2: Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I think the best thing that they do is, again, we talk about it, and sometimes you have really talented groups that just want to be really talented groups, and the groups behind them will do whatever they do, but our group's going to do what we do, and they they aren't that way. You know, they they have freshmen all over the place. They, we have like a little freshman, Riley Brown, who's in there with our linebackers. And, I love that kid, yeah. Yeah, he got, yeah. got his first touchdown on yeah. Tuesday. so yeah. really excited for him, but Brooks really kind of took him under his wing, and uh, he just follows Brooks everywhere, and it's, you know, it's, he's a good one to learn from, right, and there's so many of them right across the board uh, our young backs, Um, you know, Yates really, Yates and Eli both really took them under their wings, and you can watch in practice uh, when, if Brooks and Yates are in, Eli's talking to the younger two. If Eli and Yates are in, Brooks is talking to the younger two. And then Vice like if Yates is off and Brooks and Eli are in, he's talking to the younger two. And so just again, making sure that that they understand what we're doing, why we're doing something a certain way, because they're to the point now where they get it. Right. Yeah. They understand the why behind everything we're doing. It's not just, I don't know, I called this the coach called this play, so I'm supposed to do this. Like they understand why we're calling this play based off what the defense is doing. And so them really holding the hands of the young kids, right, and, and getting them to to where they are is, is going to really help this program moving forward.
1: Coach, it goes back to that family thing too, you know, because it's almost like uh, Yates and, and Eli are like big brothers. And doesn't, doesn't that, that family kind of goes into your football program, doesn't it?
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, it, they're a really tight group. And uh, those those are the groups again that that special things can happen, and you know they, they enjoy spending time together. They enjoy they enjoy practice. You know they enjoy hanging out with each other. You know outside of football and school, uh, they're always all together. When I see them at school, and so you know they just they genuinely like hanging out with each other, and and you know those are they're just a really tight knit group. And it's all the classes, you know, freshman through senior. It's not always the freshmen are together, or the seniors are together. It's, you know, you'll you'll walk through the hall and you'll see a sophomore and a junior and a senior walking down the hall together. You'll see a freshman with two seniors and stuff like that. And it's just again, that such a tight knit group and so so much fun to coach.
1: Season not over. We got we got the regular season over with, but now we get into playoffs. You're going to get a bye because you're the number one seed. Um, a lot of people, you know, different views of, of getting a buy. I personally think it gives you time to prepare more, uh, get healthy a little bit. Now, if it were two weeks, I'd have a problem. But uh, but one week, how do you feel about it? I mean, is it does it matter?
2: I think it depends on what your team is, right? Like, if you're a younger team that's still trying to figure it out, I think you want to play another game. Right? Like, like they, they need to stay in their routine. They need to play. They need to... You don't need that extra week of well, we don't really have a game. Um, but with our team, we're we're so senior heavy and you know, they understand that, you know, they're guaranteed one more game. That's it. Like they're they're guaranteed one more high school football game. And so I'm I'm confident that our group's gonna handle this bye week the right way. And that uh, you know, we kinda of talked about it like look, whoever we're gonna be playing is playing on Friday. So they're working all week to get better so they can try and go win a football game. So we've got to work to get better, even though we don't have one on Friday. Like, we can't take this as a week of, ah, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll yeah. pick it up again next week. No, like, it's got to – got to prepare as if we're playing a game on Friday. We just don't have a game on Friday. The
1: uh, They've been through that before, too. I mean, these seniors, that's, I guess, the luxury of having it. They know, and they know what's the, – and they don't want it to be their last game when they play the next one. So For sure. It makes a big difference. Um, you know, I could probably talk for another 30 minutes or so, but we only, you know, we only got a 30 minutes, but basically, but uh, uh, kind of final thoughts about the season and uh, kind of wrap up how this season has gone. Then we'll get into playoff season the next time we talk, but let's talk about the regular season and uh, how you, how you felt about it.
2: i you know, I feel really good about it. I think we've, we've done things the right way. You know, we kind of talked about it at the beginning, uh, both offensive and defensive line wise, we're, we're big, we're physical. Um, and again, we understand what we're doing um, across the front, you know, especially on the D line. Really, we start three seniors, you know, with Ryan Dodson, uh, Jesse Perry and Harris Haynes. And then we rotate a bunch of guys through there. Um, and then O-line wise, you know, we've kind of had to shuffle around a little bit with Knicks and injuries and things like that. And like Jeremiah Lampitt, who's really been our center all year, has now played played guard the last two or three weeks and you know he's really had besides in practice of the break glass in case of emergency make sure you know guard (laughs) had never played guard before and then you know we had to break glass in case of emergency and so you know he stepped in and he's played really well um you know Dotson switched over from quick guard to strong guard and we've got Self who's normally our strong guard he's playing center and so we just kind of had to move pieces around. Uh, we had a freshman starting on the O-line last night, and Ben Hale got his first start. And, uh, you know, I kind of put it on on Jesse and Dotson, who were kind of – they're bookending him of, hey, just make sure he knows what he's doing, make sure he's, he's confident, and let's go. And, uh, you know, Jesse knows our offense inside and out, and he's played inside tackle and he's played outside tackle. So, you know, having them on the field, it's like having a coach – right there next to them and so you know i i know when we go when we go out on the field that we're going to be okay they the seniors are going to make sure that if anyone's in a weird spot or you know they're in their first start or whatever that they're they're taking care of they've got they've got basically a coach right next to them who's reminding them if they have any questions and what they need to do and uh you know again it's just they're a fun group to coach as you as you go
1: into the playoffs too, I guess um, it's whenever it ends, and hopefully it'll go all the way to the end. Uh, but uh, I, I just appreciate how they have kind of hung together after these four years, and um, boy, they've gotten bigger and stronger. They've done they've done what they were supposed to do, haven't they? They've done their end about being physical, getting in condition. That's about all a coach can ask for, isn't it? Oh, for sure.
2: Yeah. Um I think we have the best strength program in, in probably the state. You know, we've got you know, Jason Spray and Zach Willis yeah. who both have been at the division one level at middle. You can see the payoff. I mean, Absolutely. really. You know, we, we work out, we're consistent with it. You know, we're three days a week, year round, and so, you know, they don't they don't miss lifts. Like they, they go make sure they, they hit their lifts and you know, it really shows if you look at those pictures of them when they were freshmen sophomores and looking at pictures of them now as seniors and just how much bigger and stronger they've gotten and you know that that makes a difference and uh you know again we we talk about all the time like how important the weight room is and i think they've really they've seen those benefits and it helps it helps establish what the culture is going to be right like Mm -hmm. because the younger kids can look at them and they'll see those pictures from their freshman sophomores oh okay like it really is like if i just live in this weight room and i i get bigger and stronger like I, I could play like that too. And so it kind of creates that belief of of what we're doing uh, is working. And uh, let's just keep keep with the process. Coach, good luck. I, you're going to have a week
1: off from this show, actually. So we're going to talk some volleyball, I think, next week, yep. I believe. So uh, we continue the MTCS tradition. And good luck. We'll see you in two weeks. How's that? Good luck. Sorry, right. good. I appreciate it. All right. That's uh, head coach Christian Peterson, the head coach of the Cougars. Here on Cougar Corner and Brian, we'll take a break and Brian Barrett will wrap things up here on Cougar Corner.
0: All right, back to wrap things up here on MTCS Cougar Corner here this morning. Let's look ahead at the uh, schedule that is coming up here in the week. Of course, we have got um, the playoffs in high school football. And as we look at the schedule that is ahead here for MTCS, the playoffs don't start this week, of course. It is the next week, right? So a bye week for MTCS, and then kind of uh, awaiting the winner of the game with FACS and Franklin Grace. That is the West number three and the middle number four. So FACS eight and two and Franklin Grace five and two. And uh, that is who MTCS awaits on Friday, November 10th. So there you go. That is uh, on November 10th. That's who the uh, MTCS Cougars will await, and we'll get there quick enough. So thanks to Coach Peterson for coming in this week. Our plan is to try to talk some volleyball next Saturday morning with Troy Berry here on Cougar Corner after their record-setting season in high school volleyball. What's coming up? Well, today, girls' middle school soccer in uh, tournament action and uh, varsity tournament soccer as well as boys' middle school tournament soccer going on today, and uh, girls' cheer going on, elementary tournament, as well as middle school tournament tomorrow in cheer and varsity. On Monday, you've got uh, girls' middle school and boys' middle school soccer going on. Then we skip all the way to Thursday when the uh, middle school girls and boys will continue their soccer tournament and uh, next Friday, cross-country, in middle school and boys' middle school varsity invitational. Uh, that's not middle school, by the way. That's the uh, TWSWA Championships at Sanders Ferry in uh, cross-country. So that's uh, kind of a light schedule, but we're kind of in that transition between fall and winter sports uh, going on there. So a very uh, light schedule for the uh, MTCS schedule going on this week in varsity and middle school sports. So you can check that out, as always, at mtcssports.com. mtcssports.com, a great resource for Cougar fans to keep up with what's going on. All right, well, we've turned the page almost to November. Yeah, we've got uh, Halloween on Tuesday, and then November, it's playoff football time. It's a great time here in uh, Cougar country. Well, that's going to do it here for MTCS Cougar Corner this morning. Our thanks to Christian Peterson for stopping in. And thank you for making Cougar Corner a stop here this morning. I want to thank our producers here today, Noah Seiler and Dalton Barrett. And want to thank our host for the morning, John Dinkins and Danny Brewer. And Brian Barrett, thanks for making us a part of your day once again. And don't forget, next Saturday morning... Prentice also peeding in Air Coach's Corner at eight and at around ten fifteen or so, MTCS Cougar Corner right here on News Radio WGNS. Have a great Saturday, everybody. clothing,
1: furniture, large appliances, household items, toys, and rooms. Shopping at the Garden
2: Patch helps greenhouse ministries inspire, give hope, and change lives. The Garden Patch
1: Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro.
0: This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the law offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. This is John at LNK Trophy. We have a wide assortment of plaques. We have colored tumblers that we can engrave. They work great for gifts. We also offer other options for plaques. So if it's plaques you're looking for, come down to LNK Trophy. We're able to etch glasses and wine glasses. LNK Trophy can engrave just about anything. This is John at LNK Trophy House, 1115 Memorial Boulevard, just down from Smith Brothers Car Wash. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demusrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas' Restaurant. Eleven fifteen Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Good neighbor
1: weather. Partly sunny skies, in mid eighties tonight. A slight chance for showers late. Otherwise, overcast skies, mid sixties. Spotty showers early Sunday. High of eighty. I'm meteorologist Mandy Thalhuber on News Radio
2: WGNs. Right now, seventy five degrees.
1: Listen live to WGNs
0: Radio on our website and Alexa.